This episode of Voices in My Head is brought to you by Podbean. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. Visit podbean.com voices to find out more. That's podbean.com voices. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Well, hey friends, Rick Lee James here again. Me, myself, and I, we are the guests this week here on Voices in My Head. I'm so glad to have you back again this week. Uh, I do have some guests coming up here in the future, uh, but I've got to say I don't know uh, what the future of the show is exactly at this point, just because there have been some good things happening lately, Um, but something, uh, I don't want to say it's surprising, but something good has happened that has been uh, in the works. Uh, It's going to be, I think, surprising to those of you who listen to this show and those of you who even listen to my music, but it's not necessarily music related. It is ministry related, um, but you're not going to guess it and I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. Um, but life's about to get really busy again in some uh, very wonderful and, and very good ways, I think, in some very fruitful ways. And I'm just going to leave it at that for right now. Um, but with things getting ready to, to go back to school, <laughs> with um, you know, a lot of, as I told you last week and the weeks before, you guys have been there. Um, and I know I had a hiatus this summer for a bit due to loss in our family and family trips and just things going on. And now here we are back in the throes of uh, the, the Delta variant of COVID and everybody's kind of wondering what's going on with that. Um, it's been uh, difficult to get a guest. So here I am on Tuesday evening recording a Wednesday night uh, I mean, a Wednesday show, and uh, so here I am, and I thought I'd, you know, because this is Voices in My Head, I just wanted to share with you a book I finished reading, a passage that really has meant a lot to me. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about heaven, and this is actually a passage from a book called What on Earth is Heaven by James Paul. Uh, I first learned about this book from Andrew Peterson, um, the artist that, you know, you've heard him on this show several times. Um, You you know him as a musician, great singer, songwriter, great author. Um, 
And when I saw just by chance one day on one of his feeds, I don't remember if it was Twitter, or Instagram, or even just an email that maybe he sent out, but he had made a recommendation for this book by James Paul called What on Earth is Heaven? And I'm going to quickly give you the synopsis of the book, and then I'm just going to read a short passage that he wrote that I've been thinking about quite a lot as I reflect on what on earth is heaven. So here's the book synopsis, just so you can hear what it's about. And maybe it's a book that you'd like to pick up. What happens to us when we die? Will heaven be a place of fluffy clouds, angels and cherubs playing harps? Is the Christian faith just about securing a place in heaven when we die? In what on earth is, is <clears throat> sorry, in what on earth is heaven, James Paul explores the radical truth of what the Bible says about heaven and the afterlife and its relevance for your life here and now on earth. And that really is, you know, it goes on more in the synopsis, but that is in a nutshell, what on earth is heaven? I mean, it's kind of there in the title. Uh, We do too much gazing maybe sometimes into what is it going to be in the afterlife and um, not enough about what it means to live in the reality of this present reality of the kingdom of heaven, this present reality of heaven, and what does it mean to to live right now as citizens of that kingdom? And towards the end of the book, uh, James Paul, he he, throughout the whole book, he relies a lot on his inspiration, uh, who is C.S. Lewis. And there's a section that he shares that greatly inspires him from The Great Divorce, and honestly, as I was reading it, it inspired me too. And so I wanted to share it with you. I've been meaning to share this on the podcast since I first read it. And I figured now, because I don't have a guest right now for this particular show, maybe this is just a good and maybe godly moment just to share it for whoever is listening this week. Maybe to reflect and hear it in our own hearts and in our own lives. So maybe just open your heart for just these few quiet moments to hear what James Paul has to say about this particular passage that really is him thinking through a passage from C.S. Lewis from The Great Divorce. So James Paul writes this in his book, What on Earth is Heaven? He says, One of my favorite passages in The Great Divorce is when Lewis sees a procession moving through the foothills of heaven. There are bright spirits dancing and scattering flowers and musicians playing instruments amid boys and girls singing. All this is being done in honor of a woman, behind whom follow cats and dogs, birds and horses. Lewis deduces that this woman must be the Virgin Mary to be so honored. But his guide informs him that her name on earth was Sarah Smith and that she lived at Golders Green. When Lewis comments that she must have been a person of particular importance, His guide replies, Aye, she is one of the great ones. Ye have heard that fame in this country and fame on earth are two quite different things. On earth, Sarah Smith may have appeared to be a nobody from nowhere special, but in the perspective of heaven, she is one of the great ones. This, we learn, is not because she did extraordinary things on earth, but because she was a woman who loved all things well. The abundance of life she had in Christ from the Father flowed over to all the people and things in her square inch of the world. 
Although single, her home was a place of warm hospitality. Every child she met, she treated as if they were her son or daughter. Every beast and bird she encountered had a place in her love. She had brought the transforming power of heaven to earth in ordinary, everyday ways, so that everything she loved became its truer self. She was part of God's story of redemption in her square inch of suburbia. Like Sarah Smith, we are ordinary people living ordinary lives in ordinary places, but our lives can be extraordinary in the sight of heaven as we participate in bringing the kingdom of heaven to our square inch of earth. Being a part of the kingdom of heaven is not always about changing the world. I really appreciated that passage. I really appreciated it, especially that last part. Being a part of the kingdom of heaven is not always about changing the whole world. Sometimes it's just about being a citizen of the kingdom right on our little square inch of suburbia. I was thinking more and more about maybe what an insult it is sometimes to the kingdom of heaven to think that we would just build bigger barns, bigger churches, bigger houses of God, try to get more and more and more and more people in when what we're really called to do is work in the square inch of our kingdom, in the square inch of suburbia where we live, and be a part of the story of redemption that we have been given. Let the kingdom of God be lived out in our lives. Let heaven come to earth where we are. There's a lot to think about in that passage. There's a lot to think about in that part of the book. There's a lot, of think, lot to think about that C.S. Lewis brings about. I hope there's a lot to think about for you as you hear that tonight. And I hope it ministers to you. That's it. That's all I have this week. Sorry if you hear the dogs barking in the background. We are uh, still dealing with new pets in the home. But thank you for so much for listening to Voices in My Head. I'll be back next week. We do have some guests coming very soon. I'm excited to be able to have some more conversations with you. And I'm excited to be able to share some new news with you in the coming days. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.